0: Hello, welcome, thank you for joining me for this ISBA podcast. This episode covers the period 18th to 25th November and features all the latest operational and regulatory issues that impact on independent schools. If you have a question, please email office at the or refer to this week's bulletin number 9 dated 24th November and the Summary of Government Guidance, which are available in the ISBA Reference Library. So, first off, it is interesting to note this week that the Commons debated the Autumn Statement, and following the Chancellor's criticism of Labour policy to increase tax on independent schools, there was a useful deliberation by MPs on both sides of the House. As a result, ISBA has been a co-signatory of a letter to the Daily Telegraph on the subject of VAT on school fees, and refuting the Labour Party claim that it will raise £1.71 billion and asking for robust analysis of its claims. The letter also defends the Independent Baines Cutler Report as the only research based on the surveys of many thousands of independent school parents. As you may know, the Baines Cutler Report found that, far from raising money, Labour could lose as much as £400 million a year by the end of its first term in government. The letter ends by stating that "...we want to see a well-funded state education system, but the path the Labour Party is mapping out would fail to raise the money our colleagues in the state sector need and deserve while disrupting the lives and education of thousands of children whose parents work hard to fund the education they have chosen." And if you didn't catch it in the last week's BursaCast, the Chancellor's autumn statement finally confirmed that the 2023 rating revaluation will be proceeding as scheduled and the draft rating list has now been published. And looking north of the border, in Scotland, the Scottish Government intends to update the 2005 Charity Act as part of their programme for government and have lodged in Parliament the charities regulation and Administration Scotland Bill. Importantly, while intended to strengthen and update the current legislative framework for charities registered in Scotland, it does not seek to revisit the fundamental principles of the 2005 Act. Turning away from politics to some more murky behaviour, we have been alerted to a scam going round with schools receiving a message from an overseas parent, recruited through an agent, offering a 20% fee reduction in return for advanced payment and the signing of a non-disclosure agreement. Unlike other similar scams, a school bill, identified by the use of incorrect terminology for the school, is sent from a separate secure system. It is thought this scam may have originated from an agent's intercept or data breach via a staff contact. Had it not been for the incorrect content, it would be very convincing. If you do get caught by the scam, do inform your bank, the banker for the diversion account, and warn parents. And from our friends over at the Independent School Council, an email has been sent to schools from their research and data team on Tuesday, the 22nd of November, containing a link to the guidance notes for their 2023 census, asking schools to prepare for the annual census day on Thursday, the 19th of January with a submission date of Tuesday, the 31st of January. If your head has not received the guidance notes, or you require further advice, do email research at isc.co.uk. And with all of that out the way, we turn to our top three advice and guidance questions and answers for this week. We'll dive in with question one, which is regarding the proposed changes to who may use red diesel from April twenty twenty two and whether schools will remain exempt. In answer, Crow solicitors have updated their advice to schools in document 2961, found in the ISPA reference library and is based on the amendments to excise notice seventy five, effective from the first of april twenty twenty two, and states that red diesel may not be used in vehicles used for ground maintenance, so it may not be used in vehicles used for ground maintenance. Our second question asks to be reminded on the recent ISPA advice concerning the replacement of oil fuel boilers by 2025 and gas fuel boilers by 2030. In answer, the government's plan to reduce carbon output contains advice on page 135 of their net zero strategy, that from 2024 a heating plant, other than natural gas boilers, needs to be replaced by an alternative heat source. For natural gas boilers, alternative heat sources will need to be found from 2035, as gas boilers will be phased out. There is also useful guidance in document 2844-2582 and the ISBA Sustainability Supplements. And our third and final question relates to a member of staff attending a school trip abroad with his wife as a paying guest and whether a volunteer check is required. In reply, and to cover the member of staff, his wife and those staff and pupils on the trip, particularly given any sudden emergency, a risk assessment is produced and a DBS without barred list is processed. A useful reference is on page 190 of the ISI commentary, at Appendix 3, vetting checks on volunteers, which points to the appropriate advice. And ISBA's top tip of the week is to scan the ISI annual report for the last academic year, which is on their website in the section about us. The report provides an overview of ISI's 525 inspections. So that's all the news out of the way. Let's look forward to what we have coming up. Our webinar programme for the next month continues to be free and includes webinars on Friday, the 2nd of December, Immigration Rules for Schools, which has been moved from the 25th of October, and Tuesday, the 6th of December, In the Air, the Future of Asbestos. Our professional development face-to-face one-day conferences continues after the success of the recent HR conference into next year at BMA House in London with a mock employment tribunal on Tuesday, the 24th of January and a finance conference on Tuesday, the 7th of February. These events really are beneficial. They are filled with suppliers, expert speakers and they're a great chance to network with other delegates. And a reminder on our last regional strategy in-person day for this year, which is on the 5th of December from 11am at Bradford Grammar School. We see these briefing sessions as essential for bursars and ideal thought-provoking material for chairs and board members. Do please book your place via the links on the ISBA website. Bursars and their catering staff may also wish to note Allman Hall are inviting catering managers to a special free forum and lunch on the 19th of January 2023 at ACS Hillingdon in Uxbridge. More details and information on how to register your colleagues are in weekly bulletin number 9. And our last face to face regional meeting this year is on Wednesday, the 30th of November at 2pm for South West Severn and Avon at Taunton School. And the next online regional meetings are for the Welsh schools on Tuesday, the 29th of November at 2 pm, and Surrey on Tuesday, 6th of December at 9:30 a.m. For your information, the latest reference library editions and updated documents are the summary of government guidance updates, policy for visitors to school accommodation, Charities, Regulation and administration, Scotland Bill use of red diesel in schools update, ISBA model parent contract, weekly bulletin number nine, monthly bulletin number ten, and that's all. As ever, our legal guidance details are in the show notes for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you do find it useful, please do share it with other members of your team. Make sure to subscribe, which is just a simple click of a button, and this ensures you never miss a new update. If there are particular things you would like to see discussed on the podcast, please email podcast at theisba.org.uk and we can have a look at sculpting this programme so it best suits your needs. Till next time, farewell.